For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Giudici. You're listening to Daybreak. Two days ago, a black man was shot by a police officer in Minnesota. It wasn't the only police incident to make headlines this weekend. In Michigan, new COVID-19 restrictions arose and internationally, tensions are brewing. It's Tuesday, April 13th. Yesterday afternoon, a gunman was killed and a police officer was injured in a school shooting in Knoxville, Tennessee. One other person was apprehended for questioning. That story is still developing, and we'll keep you up to date as we learn more. On Sunday night in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, just outside Minneapolis, a police officer fatally shot 20-year-old Dante White during a traffic stop. Wright allegedly was pulled over for an air freshener that was hanging in his rearview mirror. At a press conference yesterday, Brooklyn Center Police Chief Tim Gannon told reporters that the officer who killed Wright meant to use a taser and grabbed her gun by mistake. Crowds gathered to protest just after the shooting. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz mobilized the National Guard when some people began throwing rocks at the Brooklyn Center Police Department. Police fired tear gas and rubber bullets in an attempt to disperse the crowd, and there were reports of more shots fired in the area. Walls instituted a 7pm curfew Monday night for the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, which has already been on edge for weeks as a result of the ongoing Derek Chauvin trial. One of the Virginia police officers who pepper-sprayed 2nd Lieutenant Caron Nazario during a December traffic stop has been fired. Although the incident occurred several months ago, video of the encounter recently surfaced online, going viral over the weekend. 2nd Lieutenant Nazario, a black and Latino U.S. Army officer, is suing as a result of the incident. In other headlines, yesterday in Michigan, Governor Gretchen Whitmer announced that the state will be extending its COVID-19 workplace restrictions for the next six months due to a surge in cases. Whitmer had been reluctant to reinstitute lockdowns, hoping instead to rely on ramping up vaccinations to slow the spread of the virus. Internationally, Russian President Vladimir Putin has reportedly ignored repeated requests to talk from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Ukraine says that Russia has moved 40,000 troops into Crimea, a Ukrainian peninsula annexed by Russia in 2014, and another 40,000 on the eastern border of Ukraine. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has emphasized American support of Ukraine, saying that, quote, if Russia acts recklessly or aggressively, there will be consequences. Iran is blaming a Sunday power failure at one of its uranium enrichment sites on Israel. Yesterday, Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif vowed revenge on the country. Israel has not yet commented on the incident. In local news, and a bit of a bright spot to end this dreary news day, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy went to Jam and Crepes yesterday. While he was there, he signed a bill that'll put 15 million federal dollars towards struggling small businesses across the state. The money is part of a larger package that'll also help the arts, micro-businesses, restaurants, and childcare services. All of the money comes from the Federal Coronavirus Relief Fund, a result of the CARES Act. If you're in the Princeton area today, it'll be partly sunny. Enjoy it while it lasts, with a high of 64 degrees. That's all for Daybreak today. We won't be publishing tomorrow along with the rest of the prints, but look out for our next episode on Thursday morning. Today's episode is written by Hope Perry and produced on the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme is composed by Ed Horan, Class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Tadici. Have a wonderful day.